rather snappy, won't you? I have some very heavy thinking to do before 10 o'clock. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another fun-filled episode of the ThinkSpace IT Podcast. If you can't tell, I'm not Jason. That's probably a good thing. However, <laughs> what? <laughs> well, he normally starts his out. No, you're good. Anywho, so if you heard that, which I'm hoping you did... That is my super special guest today. I don't know if I'd go as far as special, but sure. Oh, you're special. <laughs> With me today is Tony. He's my new IT Sherpa. This is day four on the job. And first I have to say, may the fourth be with you. Sure. You know, I'm not the biggest Star Wars person. That's not the proper response. Oh, and also with you. There you go. You're welcome. Yeah, okay. Um, <laughs> so for all you lovely geeks and nerds and my wonderful peoples out there, it is Star Wars Day. Well, okay, for me, it's day one of two because on the 6th, then you have Revenge of the Sith. Or 6th, sorry. Get it um, right. Come on. Revenge of the 6th. Sorry, my tongue just gets caught sometimes. So yeah, it's day one. And I have my... I have my... You are wearing... shirt. Yep. Yes. So... Shout out to Troop here, Pod 4, y'all rock, love you guys. Um, I am wearing my This Is The Way shirt, and I love it. It is such a great shirt. But anywho, that's actually not what we're going to talk about today. Today, because Tony's with me, we're actually going to talk about salespeople and selling and all that that entails. Although from here on out, I really want to limit the use of the word salesperson, sales. So get it all out now. Yeah, Salesperson, much. salesperson, salesperson, salesperson. <laughs> so should we talk about why we hate that term? We can. Let's do it. All right. So from my point of view, and then I'll let you talk. Yeah. Which I think I've actually expressed it before. If you know me, you know I mega loathe the term salesperson. It has such a horrible connotation in society today because it, it just invokes that fear of, I don't want you coming around because you're just going to try to sell me something and then not give a crap about what happens after the fact. That's why I don't like it. What are your thoughts? I'm 100% with you. Yay. I think a lot of people associate salesmen with being sleazy slime balls. Mm -hmm. And really, that's not the case. I mean, sure, there are some out there who are like that, who are only after it for the paycheck or whatever it is that they get for and, being a salesman. And give everybody else and a bad every name. Exactly. But I think there's so much more that goes into being a salesman than just selling someone. You and I have talked about it. I've talked to other people about it. It's more relationship building than anything else. It's Absolutely. getting to know someone, getting to know who they are as a person, what they do for their business, and trying to learn how to help them. So it's not necessarily saying, you know, if we're taking like a car salesman, for instance, right? It's not saying, here, take this 2022 car because it looks nice. It's saying, you need a car. What is your budget? What can you pay for each month? And working kind of backwards in a way. Mm -hmm. And that's how you can really tell the difference between a good salesman and one of those sleazeball salesmen mm -hmm. is really just kind of, if they're trying to get to know who you are and trying to actually help you and not just give you a product to give you a product, that's usually a good sign that they're someone who's genuine. Yeah. I, the topic of selling, not so much selling, the topic of people, it just, it's, oh, it just, it, it, it just gets to me. I, I've worked with some really great people in the past. And I'm, I'm not talking about personally within the business. I'm talking about when I go to buy things. Mm -hmm. They've been absolutely wonderful. Like you said, you know, they really truly do care. They want to understand not only why you're looking for this particular product, what you're looking to do with it, 
both now and in the future because you need to account for growth and mm-hmm. and all of that. Um, if they only care about what's going on right this second, that should kind of give you a clue that they may not care so much or that maybe they don't fully understand what they should be doing. Because especially in our particular case with IT and managed services, we like to use the term future-proof. It's not 100% all the time. However, it should get you a fair way down the road where you're not going to have to spend a boatload like a year from now, two years from now, to keep up with things, Mm -hmm. to make major improvements. I mean, and and for example, this is actually where managed services comes in because, and I was reading about that, I don't remember if it was last night or this morning, the benefit of working with an MSP over having your own IT in-house is with an MSP, scaling is so much easier. You don't have to make those capital investments in the hardware, in the software, the licensing, It's just you can future-proof and scale so much easier when you have a managed services provider. And if it's a good managed services provider, you're, in my case, IT Mm -hmm. Sherpa, because we like to guide people, to educate, to help you along your business journey from the IT perspective. If they're a good IT Sherpa, and this is something I'm trying to to work with Tony on because he's Brand new, just barely out of the wrapper. Uh, <laughs> well, it, it works. I mean, depending on who you are, you might keep me in that wrapper. You know, oh. there are some people who don't want to take you out of the wrapper because then it loses value. You haven't lost value. I don't think you're going to. <laughs> and now I've completely lost my train of thought. But we we are very, very adamant about going in and, oh, hell, I'll just, I'll dig into our general process. When we go meet with somebody, the first time we meet with them, we like to sit down and I like to ask the questions. I like for Mm -hmm. them to talk to me, tell me their story, not just about their business, even personally, because ultimately their business is very much going to affect their personal life. So, you know, how many are on your team? You know, who are your heavy hitters that use the most technology? What are their needs? Where are you right now? Where do you want to be? a year from now, five years from now, 10 years from now, because again, we're talking scalability and growth, future-proofing. I just, I, I, it's, it's almost like a first date. Very much so. It is. It's a very much a first date situation, except I think in this particular case, the first date is much more, I don't want to say intense. No, it's not intense. It's just you're getting a lot more information yeah. than you would normally get on a first date because you're wanting to understand everything that you need to know to see if it's something we can do to assist them. Yeah. So if we're looking at the first date scenario here, right? (laughs) If you're someone who's looking for a family, a commitment, you know, one of those things, this is not something you would do on a first date, I would imagine. I haven't dated in forever, but I would imagine you want to start off a first date normally with, okay, so you want to get married. How many kids do you want to have? Like, that's not something you would really do on a first date. Okay, so maybe it's more of a but in our date. Well, yeah, but I'm saying in our case, that is the conversation we would have on that first date. But the good news is the individual we'd be meeting with would understand those expectations and would have that information for us. Absolutely. So it'd be more like um, one of those dating services in a way. Almost kind of maybe like eHarmony a little bit. And yeah. Actually, 
That's actually a very, very good point because that's kind of, I was going to talk about vetting and that's right where that fits in. And I think Jason and I have also talked about this previously. You should vet multiple MSPs when you're looking because not every MSP, we're not cookie cutter. And if, mm-hmm. if, if you do find cookie cutter MSPs, you might want to stop and ask, why are they cookie cutter MSPs? It kind of worries me a little bit. Um, but I'm also one of those that I've I've never been what I would quote or I what I would call quote the norm. I've always been a little bit odd, a little mm-hmm. bit different. Um, and I'm okay with that because I don't want to be like everybody else, and I don't want my business to be like everybody else's. I want to have that distinction. I want to have that difference because it it models after who I am anyway. Exactly. So it shouldn't be like anybody else. But you want to vet your, honestly, this should apply to pretty much anything you do. You want to vet multiple providers. You really want to get to know them and not just the salesperson. Exactly. And that goes back to the difference between a good salesman and a not so great salesman, right? For instance, if I'm meeting with someone, I'm going to tell them, like you said, to do their own vetting, to see what other systems are out there that could help them. Mm-hmm. I'm not just going to say, oh, you should go with us because we're the best. We're the greatest. We are. But I want them to do their own research and figure that out on their own, too, and not just take me at my word. Mm-hmm. Well, and we're not going to be the right fit for everybody anyway. True. Because like we've talked about, there needs to be that cultural fit. Mm-hmm. Just like I have that cultural fit within my team, I want to have that cultural fit with my customers as well because we're going to be a team. We are going to work together to maintain their IT infrastructure and there needs to be a good relationship there. The respect hopefully is going to be earned. Mm -hmm. If it's not earned, it may not be the right place for either of you. So this is why you should really take a look at multiple providers. Because they shouldn't be the same. No. I mean, we can talk a little bit about kind of our approach together on what I'll be doing if you wanted to. Uh, yeah, absolutely. We are talking about salesperson, salespeople, salesmen, women, all of that. Mm-hmm. And kind of what distinguishes myself from other companies who have salespeople, which is one of our first conversations, you basically said you didn't want me to go door to door necessarily and do all this stuff. And it's a lot more about that relationship building, which is what we really want to pride ourselves on, which is building those relationships. So that means going out into the community, doing networking events and getting to know people and then asking for business later on. Mm-hmm. Not just showing up at some business and saying, so, hi, my name's Tony. I'm with ThinkSpace IT. You know, it's it's that introduction, but at another event. There should be a foundation built before, well, okay, from my perspective and the way I've modeled things, my processes, I want a foundation there mm-hmm. before we even talk about a potential business partnership. Door-to-door salesmanship for us not the way no. to go. Um, even even if you're a new MSP or a new service provider of any type, door-to-door may not be the way to go, especially these days, because I hate to say it, but you really just need to be careful what door you knock on, as sad as that is to say. Um, so yeah, getting out there in the community, going to networking events, um, Activities like this weekend's uh, Celebrate CB Parade, farmers markets, even volunteering in the community and just getting to know people 
As you, not as a business. Exactly. It'll, as you as a person. And it'll all come in time when you do things like Absolutely. That. When we're talking about kind of door-to-door or cold calling, right? Oh. Yesterday I was with you and you got how many cold calls? You're, you're a small business owner and you got so many cold calls from people and you don't like them. No one likes to get cold called, right? It's just, it's not, when I get someone calling, it's, it's the running joke with, oh, you're insurance or not your insurance your warranty's expired right oh my god yeah like the constant joke that people play on that no one likes to be cold called and that's another reason we like to build as you said that foundation cold calling is intrusive it is i, I don't i don't like and people. it's not- i value my time as everybody should because we only have a finite amount of time anyway and so cold calling is very intrusive mm-hmm. and you know when you do it if you get through to that person you're interrupting them in the middle of something like yet like you said Always. yesterday we're trying to do training in my office and the phone just kept ringing and you know a couple of times it was you know from customers which is totally perfect and, and that's, totally yeah, fine that's why we're there mm-hmm. but it was either aside from that it was either cold calls or spam calls robo calls what have you and it just was so frustrating because then you completely lose your train of thought mm-hmm. and it's just like I want my time back. And not just that. It's exactly what you said. You're taking calls from customers. You're helping customers. When you're getting cold calls, that's taking your time away from your customers. Absolutely. Yes. Which, say it is something that you need, right? You're automatically going to have a negative, you know, impact with whoever is calling you because you're going to think you are literally calling me right now. I'm waiting for a call from John Doe Mm -hmm. because of such and such. I'm waiting for this call and you're taking up my phone line right now. Which means when he calls, I can't help him. Yeah. And it's very frustrating. It's very frustrating. And you're thinking to yourself, yeah, sure, this would be a great product for me to have. But if I needed it or if I wanted it or needed it, this is something I would have seeked out. And that's the other thing that will really separate us is that we're never going to, quote unquote, sell someone just to sell them, right? Mm -hmm. No, we're going to look for the need. We're going to look for their need. And if we don't have anything that would help fill their needs, then we're going to be honest with them about that. Yeah. Did you ever see the movie Robots, the animated movie? Oh, so long ago. It was so good, though. (laughs) But see a need, fill a need. And that's what I look for. You know, somebody makes a comment. Okay, no, actually, here's a really good example. So I was at the dentist, I don't know, like a month ago or so. I don't even remember at this point. And I noticed that their printer was, there was a light that was flashing on it. And, you know, I don't like to be intrusive. I was already talking with the gal and I said, hey, I'm, you know, I'm really sorry, but I noticed your printer has a flashing light. Is everything okay? Because I'm not looking for a sale. I'm looking to help them. Exactly. And if I happen to have something in the office that can help them get back up and running faster, that was my goal. And she mentioned that they already had something on order. It's like, okay, well, if you need anything, let me know. Because Mm -hmm. as a business owner, I don't like it when I have downtime. I don't like it when my team has downtime. Downtime is a bad word. Well, okay, business terms. Yes. Downtime is a bad word. Personally, I miss downtime. <laughs> However, so that's a good example. You know, if I see something, yeah, I'm going to see if I can help because that's just my nature. That's that's who I am. I, you know, I don't like people to be what's the word? impacted in a negative way. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I mean, we're not just going to be, hey, do you want managed IT? 
No. Well, and the other problem is people aren't going to understand what that means if you just walk up and say that to them. And that's where education comes in. Oh, I love education. It's so awesome. You're never too old to learn something new. Just remember that. Heck no. And we're always learning something new every day, but that's a whole topic for another day. Oh, absolutely. But, you know, telling kind of personal stories, my previous life, I worked in banking and it was kind of the same thing. You don't necessarily look for opportunities. You're not seeking out sales or serve to bring people into you, your work, right? Mm-hmm. But just like you, if I was out in the world and someone was just complaining about where they were banking at the time for this reason or that reason, it's things that spark those little sensors in you that say, hey, maybe I can help this person. I think that's the most important aspect of selling anyone is to help them. Yeah. You never want to force any kind of service or product onto someone because that's where you you do leave a bad taste in their mouth. But if you're looking to genuinely help someone, that I have always found is the most important aspect of selling anything. Mm -hmm. The term predatory comes to mind. Very much so. And, you know, you always hear of predatory lending and it fits anywhere. If you're just out there just trying to sell something, your entire agenda is to bring money in. To me, for my ethics and my morals and, and all that stuff, that's that's very predatory. And that's a big no-no. Mm-hmm. Yes, I would love to bring business in, but I'm going to provide a service. I'm going to provide a value. Exactly. I'm going to provide you with something you need. If you want it to, that's great. If you need it and I can help you fill that need and make your life better then that's that's where I'm happy. That's mm-hmm. where I want to be. If I've made your life easier, I've done my job and I can go to sleep and sleep well that night. And along with that, it's kind of, you know, if, if someone's telling you, no, I don't want the service, then it's a no. It's not, yeah. you're not going to continuously follow up with them, call them, all of that. But if they say, no, not at this time, heck yeah. It's a great time. You know, it's, it's okay to follow up with them. It's yeah. okay to continue to reach out every now and then. But if someone's giving you a hard no, you need to take that hard no and you need to move on. Mm-hmm. Because if you constantly are pushing to someone who is telling you no, 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 it's like you said, it's it's kind of that predatory word, it feels like, where you're just constantly poking and prodding at them, trying to tell them you want this, you need this. Mm-hmm. And that's it. Even if they end up going with your service, it's already leaving a bad taste in their mouth. It's the, going to set the stage for a very uncomfortable exactly, relationship. Exactly. The first time something goes wrong or the first time something is even minorly inconvenient, it's going to be wildly out of proportion and everything's going to be end of world Mm -hmm. situations here because they're already negative. They're already thinking negatively about their whole process in getting your service. Yeah. That whole trust factor already has a dent in it. Mm -hmm. And it's just, it's, that's not the way to start a relationship of any kind, whether it's, you know, between two people or between businesses. It's not the way to start things out. No. And people want to trust whoever they're working with. I think back to, once again, my banking life, right? <laughs> That's why a lot of the customers I had loved to come to me because they trusted me. They knew I was never going to do anything that would harm them in any way. They knew if they had an issue, they could come to me and I would do everything I could to help them or to assist them. They knew if they had a family member or a friend who was looking for a new bank to send them my way because they knew I would help them where I could. And it's the same thing for you and I now, right? Like we've talked about, we're never going to do anything 
until we get some kind of trust from a customer. Mm-hmm. Because without trust, you don't really have much of a foundation to work on when you're a business. And even if there's any sort of a foundation there, it's going to be pretty rocky most mm-hmm. likely. And it's pretty hard to repair that foundation and build from there. It's just, it's not a good situation. It's not healthy. It's kind of the opposite of that previous situation, right? Where you constantly push and prod at the person and they finally say yes, even though they've been telling you no for however Mm -hmm. many times. The first minor inconvenience comes and it's, like I said, blown wildly out of proportion. Everything's terrible and all this. Where when you build that trust with someone first, that same minor inconvenience happens and they're more than understanding. Mm -hmm. They say, okay, perfect. Just let me know when it's fixed. Let me know what I can do to help. Yeah. It's it, it it's a complete difference between the two situations oh, because the dichotomy is yes, yeah, exactly. You've built that trust with them. Yeah. They know that you're gonna get things taken care of if something's wrong. Where the other person's just gonna think they're gonna be super critical of the entire process. Yes. And it's just and if it doesn't go well, if you're not able to resolve the issue in any sort of a way that makes them happy, mm-hmm. if there's anything wrong with it, they're going to basically, they're going to hold a grudge. Exactly. And even if you do fix it, right? Like snap of a finger, it's done. Everything's good. It's still never good enough. There's still going to be that. There's still going to be that little. Exactly. Yeah. Because you didn't start the relationship off correctly. Yep. See, and this is exactly why I tried so well. Actually, no, I don't think I was too predatory trying to get you on board. I hope not, because that was certainly not the way I wanted to do things. But knowing you before we ever even had this conversation, I mean, how Mm -hmm. long have we known each other? Almost a year. Yeah. And we didn't start having this conversation until recently. Obviously, you know, it's your fourth day in. But having having that prior relationship there, much like it with a business, Mm -hmm. you already know that person. You already have seen them, I don't want to say in their natural habitat, (laughs) but as they are, as they genuinely Mm -hmm. naturally are. You know, there's no facade there. That makes a huge difference, which is why this time, normally I'm not a huge fan of hiring because a lot of people like to oh, that's a blow smoke up my backside. Whole other and, discussion. <laughs> but this time it was it was great because culturally I knew you'd be a great fit. You're a geek, you're a nerd, you How dare you. Oh. <laughs> Only because I speak the truth. (laughs) Um, I already knew that you'd fit in with the rest of us. And obviously, you know, you proved on Monday morning that you can hold your own with everybody else (laughs) and dish it back to Jason, which was so wonderful to see. I loved it. Jason, I love you too. (laughs) Me too, Jason. (laughs) But this just goes to prove, you know, uh, you need that foundation there. Mm -hmm. You, You need to see each other for who you are to see what's really going on. And then you start that next phase of whatever relationship you either already have exactly. or you're going to have. It's kind of crazy because this conversation is transcending the idea of salespeople in a way, it's, right? Well, We're talking about just building a foundation. It's 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 how you do anything anymore. Well, how, you sh- well, how you should do anything. In a healthy way. Exactly. You build that foundation with people before you do anything, right? You don't just – going back to our whole dating thing earlier, right? <laughs> You don't just see someone and say, let's get married. Unless it's a dating show like Love is Blind on Netflix, which is absolute amazing. Are you? Trash TV. Don't get me started on it. We won't talk about that right now. But 
And that wasn't even a remotely subtle shout out to the show either. I love the show so much. It's so bad and so good all at once. Anyways, <laughs> I'm sorry. I, no, I know no, you. I, like don't your TV and I don't apologize. I don't apologize. The show is fantastic in the worst ways and best ways all at once. Anyways, you don't just you don't just walk up to someone on the street and say, "Let's get married." Let's have kids. Let's have kids. Let's plan our retirement together. Exactly. Yeah. You don't do that. No. You and have if you to... do, can I talk to you? Because yes. I'm kind of curious how that's going for you. Exactly. I, even on the shows like Love is Blind, right? And this is not a Love is Blind recap podcast, anyone. <laughs> You're not listening to the wrong thing here. And this is not necessarily a promotion no. or an indication that Think Space IT likes this show. You know, it's it's Tony. He likes This is all me. Likes. This is Tony. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> this is me. But... They still build that foundation before they ever get engaged or married. If you haven't watched the show, it doesn't make sense. But the point is, they marry someone, right? But they build that foundation before they just get engaged and married. Okay. So it's not literally... It's, it's a, not just walk hey, off the street. Yes. I met you. Now we're going to... The whole point of the show is you fall in love with someone, you get engaged before you ever see them. That's the premise of the show. Oh, okay. But they still build some kind of foundation. Yeah. And that's the importance is you're always building a foundation with someone before you move forward with anything. My six-year-old would tell you this. He doesn't just come home and say, I have a new best friend. My new best friend is Timmy. Okay, well, why is it Timmy? Oh, he and I played such and such game at recess together, right? He didn't just say, yeah, my new best friend is Timmy because I saw him in the hall and we said hi to each other. Which Granted, you would expect even if you say hi, that's still a foundation, right? It is, absolutely. However, at six years old. <laughs> and, and boy, your kiddo is super smart. Dang. Thank you. Um, but no, it, it's it's completely accurate you know especially as an adult i'm not gonna you know i i meet somebody one time i'm not gonna say hey they're my best friend Mm -mm. what do you know about them i know their name is jane doe right Mm, that's not how that works no well it's okay it may work for some people that way that's not how it works for me no so it's kind of funny actually that the progression of our friendship into and i'm not gonna say the b word um, into boss for anyone who wonders. She's talking to me about the word boss. I don't like being called that word. I really don't. <laughs> I don't want anyone thinking it was the other B word. Yeah, we're not going to go there. Um, <laughs> but the progression of our friendship into becoming what it is now, which is a team mm-hmm. situation, because I don't, I, I don't like the E word either. Employee. Oh, yes. Because, I mean, you know how I feel about the well, rest one of my of, team. One of the first conversations once we started this whole process, right, of working together, I said something about working for you and immediately you stopped me and said, no, 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 working with me. And it's just such a, it's, it's. A that concept. and the fact that you mammed me. Yeah. You don't like being mammed. I don't like being mammed. It's habit. I, I mammed my I know. Wife. And it's, you know it's, it's a sign of respect. I get it. But I, I don't mammed like- you what today already? And I was like, sorry. Oh, I don't even remember that. Okay. I said it so quick and so softly, and then I said sorry immediately, so you probably didn't realize it. I don't like being mammed in this particular way where, yes, you do work for my company. Mm-hmm. But I work but alongside you. You and... do. You work alongside me, alongside with all of us. You're part of our team. And so it's a completely different, again, I'm going to use dichotomy. It's a completely different feeling. It's a completely different mindset mm-hmm. because we're all in this together. And which leads me to another point, if you have a good foundation built with your MSP, you are a team. You are working together cohesively. Exactly. I was just going to say that. It, it, this brings it, all back to, it brings it all back to this whole concept of salespeople. Yes. 
You're never... You're never alone. It's never a one-man island. And you should never be selling a product as much as you're selling yourself and your business. You're selling your passion. That too. Exactly. Ideally, that's where I want to be because I don't want to go to a job and be like, oh, all right, what do I have on my calendar today? What do I have to do? No, I want to be excited about what I do. And no, I'm not super excited all day, every day. Mm -hmm. But... When I get the chance to talk about certain aspects of IT, like, you know, we've talked about before, we've talked about the Intel NUX. I get super passionate about that. And if you don't remember, you need to check out that episode. That was a lot of fun. Reminiscing about when I would bench these really cool Intel mm-hmm. NUX. Oh my gosh, it was great. But when you get super passionate about something, you're not selling at this point. And we just had this conversation with Peggy before we started exactly. recording. You're not really selling at that point. You're just... You're just passionate about it. You're talking you're about it. You're Yes. It's, it makes you happy. And mm-hmm. so if it makes you happy, well, then maybe it's something I should take a look at because maybe it would make me happy too. Exactly. Like, I'm not going to throw a previous employer under the bus, but we'll just say I worked for a pizza place. <laughs> I know who you're talking several, about. Several, several, several years ago, like 10 plus years ago, yeah, right? Because you're so old. Yes. No. Anywho. And my soul left my body every day when I walked oh, into that place. That's not Because good. I, like you said, you want to be passionate about what you do. I was not passionate about that place. My soul would leave my body. I did not want to be there. I would go in with the intention, you know, I'm going to I'm gonna work a little extra hours tonight to get a little more money. And as soon as I walked in, I was like, I want to walk right back out. I don't want to be here. I never... Even to this day, I don't promote that pizza place. Like when someone says they want X pizza place, I say no. And here's why. And here's why. Like I, I can't. And it's all with passion. It's all that foundation that we talked about, right? And it's, it's, it goes into your relationship with the rest of your company, with your teammates. Mm-hmm. But if you don't have that passion of working with, maybe passion's the wrong word in this case. If you don't have that excitement about working with your customer, in our case, or in a customer's case, their MSP, if you have that negative, oh, crap, they're calling again, Mm -hmm. they're coming by, I just don't want to deal with this today, there's something wrong there. Yeah. If, If they really give you that just negative vibe, you maybe should take a look at what's going on and, you know, have a conversation with them, express your feelings. Because it's not healthy. Mm-mm. Just like any relationship. It's just, it's a bad relationship. Get out of and it. And odds are, if in our situation, if we have a, a client who we feel that way about, right? Odds are they probably feel that way too when they have to call us. More than likely. And that's not good. And it's not good then for they're not, party. When they have something that's going wrong, they're not going to want to call you and get help. And then they're going to be resentful. Mm-hmm. Because their stuff is broken. And then it comes back to that whole foundation conversation, right? And that's why it is so important to build those foundations. Because theoretically, if they had, if that mutual was there between us and them, right? We would understand that. And we understand that we need to do something to go about fixing that. Mm -hmm. So we're going to go out of our way to have further conversations with this person and, and, and try and figure out not just why they're having the issues they're having, but how we can go about preventing those issues in the future. Fix them now and then be proactive about exactly taking, them, taking care of them in the future. It all just kind of blends together in it does. a very nice way as long as you have the right mindset regarding it. Yes. 
as long as you know what you're looking for, and granted that can change from day to day, month to month, year to year, because in business it's going to, but as long as you have that basic idea of what you're looking for, work towards that. Mm -hmm. You know, be flexible. Don't be rigid. Kind of like having a birth plan, which I know that came out of nowhere, but I watched What to Expect When You're Expecting the other day. This is by no means an advertisement. No, no, it's not. It's just (laughs) that kind of stuff sticks with me. But you can have a plan for how things are going to go, but odds are... It's not going to go that way. Your plan's going to go to crap. My son arrived three weeks early. Oh. Yeah. We didn't even have a car seat yet. Oh, no. (laughs) That's a story for another day. So there you go. I mean, that's... Well, and see, Oliver came almost a week late. It's like, okay, get out. Right. Um, But you can have the most well thought out and meticulous plan, but don't bet that it's going to happen that way. As Jason likes to say, Semper Gumby. Be flexible. Stick to your gut about what needs to be done, but how it's done, be a little flexible. Mm -hmm. That's great. I think we've kind of beat that to death. I feel like we have. I mean, not that I really could ever beat it to death because... It's not, like I mean, it's, nuts, it's something I'm super we just, passionate exactly. About it. We both just feel very strongly about being in sales because we're about always the way people should be treated. We are always in sales, whether we really are or aren't. Us as a people are in sales. We are constantly selling ourselves. Mm-hmm. We're constantly selling the type of phone we use, the type of toilet paper we use. Mm-hmm. We are always selling something to someone, mm-hmm. and that's why this conversation seems to have gone so far beyond just the idea of a salesperson because it is something that everyone is affected by every single day whether they don't know it or not whether they know it or not exactly super subtle and sometimes it's gonna whack you in the face Mm -hmm. but it's always there and you're right you're you're selling yourself whether it's the second you shirt you're wearing you're exactly you are wearing a star wars shirt today you are selling yourself to any stranger out there I'm promoting my I, fear group again. Go pod four. Right. I am a Star Wars fan. Today is May the 4th. I am a Star Wars fan. You know that much about me. We are either friends because of that or we need to get <laughs> to know each other more. Right. And then geek out over it. Exactly. Yeah. Same thing can be said to me. I'm typically wearing a Nebraska apparel somehow. You are again. I'm today, literally wearing you? a Nebraska polo today. And you have all week, haven't you? No. I know you did yesterday. I did yesterday. Okay. Just yesterday and today. Probably and yes, tomorrow. He is a massive Husker fan. Just like when I, <laughs> when I drive around in my car, you know I'm a Cyclone fan because I have Cyclone license plates. Exactly. You're constantly advertising something. And we're selling ourselves. We're telling people who we are. And what we enjoy. What, what stuff we follow. Exactly. If we didn't do that, it'd be such a bland world. I know. But so that's boring. the stuff that unites us. Like, okay, so for example... I went to go get ice cream one day, and I believe it was right at the start of either the Big 12 tournament or the NCAA tournament. I don't remember which, but there was another lady in line, and she was wearing an Iowa State shirt, and so was I. And I said, hey, go Cyclones, because I like to do that. You know, I like to bond with even strangers Mm -hmm. about my love of the Cyclones. Go Iowa State. And so we ended up getting into this conversation about it and, and about you know, what we were hoping the outcomes would be and who, what, what players we really liked. And it was just kind of fun. So it is by advertising that stuff, you can actually form some pretty cool relationships with people out of the blue. And you know, what's crazy about that. Hmm. You build those relationships five years down the road, they reach out to you saying, Hey, I need some it support. You built that relationship. It took five years to get any kind of sell from that. Right. Mm-hmm. 
But that's exactly why you build those relationships and you build that foundation. We have been stressing so much. But there's another facet of building that relationship. Even if they don't need anything at the moment that you can provide, if they find out one of their friends or somebody they know needs exactly. that, they're going to think, okay, hey, I met this person and they said they did this. And you know what? They had a pretty good vibe going on and, and they, they, they seem like they really know their stuff. I'm going to refer them. Mm-hmm. And so that is a very, very powerful tool. Building relationships. That should be the key priority in any business and really anybody's life because, you know, it takes a village mm-hmm. to raise even adults. Exactly. We still need help even as adults. We still need our moms and our dads and everybody else. So building that foundation, building those relationships, relationships literally are the foundation of everything in this world. Everything. I mean, I don't think you can really dispute that. No. And if you can't tell at this point, we really like having this conversation. We do and we don't, right? Like, well, it, 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 it's just. We, we do because we're very passionate and we think very much along the same yes. lines. But at the same time, we don't. We know it, we think this. Yeah. Way. It also infuriates us when oh. there are bad Less than reputable. Apples out there. Yeah. Yes, and we're not, apples. we don't need to get into that because I no, don't want to put. I don't want to badmouth people. I really don't. Not just that. I also don't want to just shed light on the negative aspects of a salesperson because that's just going to further validate those opinions that some people might already have. Except to say that if you feel uneasy or you think something might be slightly sketchy, get a second opinion. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, just it doesn't hurt to talk to another provider, another resource of any kind. You know, just validate or confirm whether you're confirming for the positive or Mm -hmm. confirming for the negative confirm your questions your suspicions make a good sound decision either way you're going to do it exactly and on that note on that note this was a very nice discussion thank you thank you for having me i know super excited i have a feeling you're going to be on here more and more aren't you oh boy just wait till jason gets back (laughs) (laughs) uh so yes i guess shameless plug it is my podcast i'm gonna do it anyway if you, you yourself or you know anybody who is looking for managed services, you know, reach out to us. Tony is pretty awesome. I do we my don't, best. We don't always agree on the teams that we follow. Packers. Um, but that's okay. I don't agree with Travis all the time Go either. Paco. I don't agree with Travis on a lot of things except <laughs> the Packers. I know. It's so weird. But seriously, he's a great guy. Um, I'm incredibly fortunate Really, the only thing bad about him is that he's a Hawkeye fan. <laughs> okay. Tony is a really great guy. <laughs> so if you need anything... You oh, know, I thought we were still talking about Travis. Oh, well, Travis is a great guy, too. Yeah. But if you need anything, if you have questions, give us a call. Find us on Facebook. You know, that kind of thing. Just get a hold of us. Ask questions. That's what we're here for. So on that note, thank you for making it all the way through this podcast. And we'll see you on the next one. Bye. If you like what you heard in this podcast, or heck, even if you didn't, check out our other episodes on virtually any streaming podcast service. You can also get social with us on Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, and Instagram. And most importantly, check out our website at thinkspaceit.com.